0: Welcome to Fertile Minds Radio. Here you'll find wisdom for your fertility journey and beyond. Chosen specifically to help you trust your body and elevate your spirit so you can enjoy the process. Join us and see what a fertile mind feels like. Now your host, Hilary Talbot Rowland.
1: You are listening to Fertile Minds Radio, Episode 10, Unfinished Business. Hello, I'm your host Hillary Talbot Roland, and today my lovely co-host is our resident mental health counselor and energy worker extraordinaire, Erin Gray. I feel like I should upgrade you to co-host from guest because we've, we're only ten episodes in, and um, you've been in a third of them. So, oh, hello, I know. Hi, it's great to
0: be here again. I'm happy to be here with you and your listeners, and um, looking forward to today's
1: show. Awesome. If this is your first time. Uh, listening to us. You can go back and hear all about her credentials in episode four, Doing Versus Being, uh, which is really foundational, I think, to understanding what a lot of what Erin and I talk about. And uh, episode six, Masculine and Feminine Energy and what it has to do with your fertility, which was a huge hit. You actually had somebody tell you it should be taught in corporate America, right?
0: I did. I did. (laughs) Um, That the idea of masculine and feminine energies and how they play out in the business world would be uh, a fun discussion
1: okay so as always you can find show notes with links to all of these things to past episodes um, sponsors freebies pdfs that we create all the all the good extras that we want to thank you for being a listener with Uh, you can find those at ladypotions.com and this particular episode's notes are at ladypotions.com backslash episode 10 and today our sponsor is organic conceptions the online program designed to help you work through the emotions of an infertility journey with your partner yielding a better understanding of yourself each other and your relationship all from the comfort of your own home so check out the show notes for special links to reduced prices and offers so let's get into today's topic Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Unfinished business. Unfinished business. <laughs> okay.
0: So, yes, when Hillary and I were having the discussion about doing this episode, we found ourselves falling down these rabbit holes. And so, we have this disclaimer.
1: Yes. Uh, this is a messy yet powerful topic. It only seems overwhelming because it may be something that's been hidden away for a very long time. And it's what we like to call sleeping dragons. So it's rather simple to address, though, and we've seen it be the difference maker in some really tough cases that we'll go into maybe some examples later if we have time. Yeah. But we want to get into the meat first, right? Right. Which means we want to tell you what unfinished business is. So, Erin, what is your definition of unfinished business? Okay. Okay. So when we're talking about unfinished business, what we're
0: talking about is anything that might be hanging out there for you emotionally, anything that feels incomplete, um, anything in your relationships, anything in your past, any people, anything that could be getting between you and a successful pregnancy. Okay, so we have lots of examples to give you around that, but basically what I'm talking about is anything that doesn't feel complete in your relationships about your choices and emotionally for you
1: right and when we were talking about this i think you said well you know this is anecdotal for me because this is what i deal with every time i don't have like hard scientific evidence to back that up and and i disagree (laughs) right
0: right and as we talked about it we did come up with some good examples of some good science um and because i do do this every day it's so matter-of-fact for me that I can forget sometimes that other people it may not seem so matter-of-fact so yeah you had some good examples Hillary
1: um yeah the biology of belief one of the oldest books on well it's not really that old it's I think it's 10 years old and Mm -hmm. um epigenetics and so the idea of epigenetics is that we are not dictated by just our dna but our environmental triggers both outward and inward meaning your thoughts definitely have an effect on your actions and certainly on your physiology and you know one of my heroes christian northrup who was one of the first kind of rebel mds who risked everything in the 90s to bring these ideas to light that energetics and beliefs had a hand in influencing pathology Um, so if you've never read you know women's Women's bodies, women's yeah. wisdom. Yeah, she's written so many other books, but you know that was her first. That was a groundbreaking <laughs> book. Yeah, and I and I feel like she really paved the way with you know going back over so many case studies of where things like abuse were shown in prevalence with fibroids or endometriosis or um, breast cancer and anger, um, right? Over Yes. Right. Infertility your childhood and, and, and just and going through the chakra systems and how we have this amazing coping mechanism and ability to be able to shut them down. Right. But we don't always realize that they are shut. <laughs> Correct. And
0: yes, and how that affects the physiology. So one of the things that I often talk about with my clients is this understanding that long before something hits your physical system, It has first run through your energetic system, your emotional system, your mental system, and then it lands in the physical. And to have an understanding of the interrelationship of that um, is what Hillary and I are talking about today. So one of the disclaimers we wanted to make also in this episode, I feel is really, really important, is that this is not about blame and this is not about causality, okay? So understanding that having some emotional unfinished business is not necessarily causing your infertility, but that you need to understand that these things are in relationship, okay? So anything that you have going on that may be hanging out there for you that's incomplete in that emotional realm is in relationship to what could be going on with you physically in your fertility realm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Right. And so, and Carolyn Mace is another, you know, she's a big heroine of mine. um, And she talks about the idea that your biography is your biology. So meaning, like, what is your story that you have going? What's the story you got cooking? And understand that that is affecting you on a physical level.
1: Yeah, I mean if you've never read her work i think as a woman you just owe it to yourself to to go back and read any number of her books right. uh, anatomy of the spirit was the first mm-hmm. i think my mom put that in my hands when i was 14 and it it was a compare. she has a doctrine in theology and mm-hmm. it was comparative religions to chakras yes and how they were all the same thing and that we're all given these tools and that um religion is just a doctrine of by which we understand that right, right? and but right. really the the system lives within your body and I had the amazing opportunity to go and learn from her this past January and it was so interesting to me when people would get up to ask questions and she would just they would start to tell their story yeah. <laughs> around their question and more often than not she would just look at them and say stop it stop it (laughs) and just shut it down you just shut it down like you have been telling yourself this story just knock it off yes so (laughs) i
0: think that's probably what we're gonna really get into today is like what's your story what's the story that maybe is operating in the background without your conscious consent there's a sleeping dragon
1: yeah Yeah. Did you know that your subconscious mind is in control, what, 97% of the time? Is that accurate?
0: I don't know. I don't, it's, it's baffling to think about. You're probably in the, in the right zone. And, and these things that are operating unconsciously and without necessarily your consent are also resulting in some of the choices that you're making and probably unconsciously. And that can be affecting your fertility.
1: Yeah. Or the attraction of circumstance in your life so that you can figure these things out so we're not trying to open this huge can of worms we're trying to help you figure things out yeah definitely
0: it's going to feel like we're opening a can of worms so just hang with us and know that we're going to give you a punchline to put some container around this but before we get to the punchline, we have to kind of...
1: We have to tell you what they are. Because people are going, there. well, what's a- I don't have unfinished business, yeah. right? I know if I was listening to this show, I'd yeah. be like, no, I'm good. I'm perfect. Okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's do that. Let's okay. get into that. Yeah. Let's give you some examples.
1: Uh, yeah. So here's a big one that I see a lot. So I'm just going to go right into the A word, abortion. Oh, good. I'm glad you went there. Yeah. Uh, you know, women of my generation being afforded opportunity of choice whether it was for medical reasons or circumstantial you know just not being the right time and and that being some unfinished business if you haven't you know grieved that or right. gone through or, the proper channels with it right right
0: and I have, I've seen the very same thing is that um, women blaming themselves for their inability to have a successful pregnancy now when in the past they may have chosen to terminate a pregnancy right. And so there's a lot that hangs out there with this one, and we've talked a lot in the other episodes about enculturation, so I won't go down that road so much, but just to be able to heal on that physical level and heal on that emotional level around whatever it is, whether it's forgiveness, whether it's acceptance, you know, accepting that you made the right choice for yourself at, and at that time, and now you're ready to have a pregnancy and you're ready to bring a child into the world, and being able
1: to, whatever it is, accept or forgive. And I think a lot of women just kind of, uh, kind of step yeah, in. Yeah. They may have gone through the emotional part, like with a counselor or a trusted friend or someone, you know, forgiving themselves and thinking mm-hmm. they let that go. But when you're faced with fertility challenges, I think it's really normal to start cataloging every medical decision you've ever made. And if you had an abortion less than, you know, even five years ago, or even a DNC, right, with miscarriage, uh, there's that idea of did I create scar tissue and maybe the implantation's not happening, and did I wreck my chances based on that one decision? And we want to, because we want to have someone to blame. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. And, And that's
0: just it. And that's part of what this episode of Unfinished Business is about is like, not laying blame. Remember that we're looking at relationships. So speaking of relationship, <laughs> there's a good segue. Another piece of unfinished business can be that you still have some sort of feeling or regret around a past relationship.
1: Oh, yeah. Exes. Exes. And their exes. Oh, say more about that. Well, you know, maybe they had kids with their ex. And uh, now you guys are trying to have kids. And right. And you can't. And it's... You know, you. Somebody's the common denominator. Like, obviously, they were able to, right? So, you want to automatically blame yourself, or you're angry that, right? You know, with your partner or their ex, because they 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 did it. Why can't they? Right? Yes. They got what
0: you wanted. Right. Um, and the other thing I've seen with exes too is you know why didn't I have a baby with my ex when I was younger
1: oh I gave him the best years of my life heard that yes yeah I've heard that one if I had an Andrew Jackson for every time I've heard that in the clinic room (laughs) (laughs) or
0: I've seen this one too and this is you know like where you got to get real with yourself still having feelings for an ex Oh, yeah. Still wondering if maybe they're the right person quote quote right person for you to be with and questioning whether or not your current relationship is the quote quote right relationship.
1: Yeah, that's a huge can of worms. But I've I've seen that be the thing to it, and to to decide right right to just stop mm-hmm. having it like floating out in the background or you know deciding whatever that is of you're gonna stop thinking about them or contacting them if you have that you know um and, and addressing that with them so that they know if you're gonna cut off that relationship or if it's just you you know quit stalking them on Facebook
0: oh and yeah what about the ex that has kids now don't stalk him on Facebook
1: right because that's just like Pouring salt and tequila in your open wound. <laughs> Squeeze a line. Yeah. Oh God. Don't do that. Yeah, and it's and we're all guilty, right? You know, this is not judgment at all. This no. is, I think, human nature. Absolutely. And why we want to bring this up because it's so common, right?
0: So if you find yourself doing that, that's a huge, huge um, red flag that you have some unfinished business. And so the good news in that is now you have an opportunity to clean it up mm-hmm. and take care of it okay so it's not judgment it's it's an opportunity
1: And we're gonna get there we're gonna tell you how to do that step by step at the end of this show okay but I, there's so many little things that could technically be unfitness business We want to go through the whole list yeah
0: for sure so fear of change let's look at this one this one's um, Probably operating a little more unconsciously if it's operating for you. Mm -hmm. Um, I see this one is a little bit subtler than some of the other examples we've given. It's a ninja. It's a ninja. It's sneaky. It is sneaky. So fear of change and some of the things that we've seen that women get fearful of um, is losing their identity. I I, um, had someone say to me once that they were afraid that maybe the baby would eat them.
1: Yeah, that they would just dissolve into like, I'm a mother now. And everything that happened before this is dead. Yes. <laughs>
0: so you're right and and the truth is your identity is going to change. That's the truth, yeah. right?
1: Don't don't get yourself ladies that think that you are gonna work eighty hours a week still and just have a live in nanny and still be able to devote yourself to your husband and the same doting mariner once you have a child. It's gonna change. It has to change. It has to change. And and along those lines too,
0: um, fear of losing your body and having your body change.
1: Yeah. I, you know, cuz it let's face it, we lose call we stop making collagen at I think 25, really? 27. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, and so collagen is that amazing um, that amazing Chemical that helps elasticity happen in your skin. So does estrogen, but collagen's that thing that helps it snap mm. back. So you know, after your belly expands or maybe your butt expands during pregnancy, and then it comes back to the way it was. Right. Yeah. There's some real fear in that, especially if there's been you know, a history of eating disorders, too, or, right. or or body image issues, right? Right, or
0: if you've really taken a lot of pride in your body and the way that you've taken care of your body and you have a lot of your identity wrapped around, you know, having the particular kind of body that you have is the truth. Your body is going to change as a result of a pregnancy, and that may be operating in the background for you. Right. That there may be some real fear there for whatever reason. Um. You know, that maybe you're fearful that you're partner isn't going to be as attracted to you
1: right or that your sex life's gonna change well it will it will That's just true yeah it'll be but it can get better too okay (laughs) (laughs) you know what I've been I have this is a really cool thing that I've seen happen multiple times because I've been afforded the pleasure to be doulas for you know over like close to two dozen women and I've witnessed this more times that it's not just like this one couple where I've, I've watched a man fall in love with his partner all over again and in this deeper, more profound way mm. when she birthed their child. Oh, wow. What an honor to witness that. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's There's nothing like it. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I'm humbled that I have even been privy to that, to such intimate, shifts and changes and it's so real and so big and so palpable that you know when th- they're really connected and he witnesses what your body does during birth because it is a feat or how you just are able to allow birth to unfold in whatever way that is you know for the sake of your child even if that means having a cesarean and not necessarily mm. wanting a cesarean mm-hmm. right but, The ladies they just love you in a different way <laughs> <laughs> so let that
0: one go. Yeah. Okay. So I think those are some pretty good examples of things that we've seen in our practices. Did we, did we miss anything? Um, we forgot about the other A word. Oh, seen this. Affairs. Yeah. So we've talked about abortion. Let's talk about affairs. Because this is something that we have seen where if you're having an affair and you're trying to have a child, you really need to stop and take a look at what's going on for you and push the pause button somewhere in your life and figure out what you need to do because these are really, really contradictory things that you have going on. And we've seen it. And we've seen when this gets cleaned up and taken care of, it will result in a successful pregnancy. We've seen this happen.
1: Yeah, and it's not always, too, the the active affair, right? It's Maybe it's the one that nobody knows about but has been put to rest, so to speak, but you haven't fully forgiven yourself or or your partner had an affair and you think you've forgiven him, but you find yourself wondering, like, what if we had tried for children earlier? Like, right. What if things were right back then? Right. You know? So, and, and an affair,
0: whether it's current or past, you know, is pointing to, in my opinion, somewhere somebody has an unmet need. Right. Right. So that need is being sought out outside of the relationship. So just to help you take a look and shine a light on that, that's the place to look. It's not a moral question or um, a judgment. The place to look is like, okay, what was going on? What was the need that was not or is not being met in me or my partner? And has that been addressed? And has that been taken care of? And how can I get that need met in a way that is healthy for me and my partner and my relationship?
1: Right. And, it, and some of you might be thinking, well, how could you actively be engaged in unfair yet want a child? And there's a very, the answer is the same for both. It's an unmet need you're looking to fulfill by something external. Correct.
0: Right. Correct. So that's, that's a place to go looking is, you know, what need has gone on that and maybe it's gone unmet for a really long time.
1: Yeah, or, or you've never allowed yourself to even have the reflection to decide what that need is. Right. You just have impulsively reacted, which is human nature. Right. right? It, it, it's work to, to do the reflection, to figure out what it is that you want, and then sometimes go the difficult route to get it. Right. 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 All right. So I think that's all of them. Oh, do we want a miscarriage?
0: Um, yeah, miscarriage, I find, tends to leave women really questioning, can they trust their own bodies? Yes. Is that what you see, too? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then questioning and, and finding themselves out of a relationship with their bodies and not necessarily trusting their bodies. So, you know, getting yourself in a place where you can trust your biological function.
1: Right, or where your mind is broadcasting that message to every single cell that you do, in fact, trust your body, and that that was, you may not understand why it had to happen, but it had to happen at that time. Right. 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 Which I know sounds cliche. So someone came to me and said, You know, when I was having a miscarriage, you said to me, There's a reason for this, you just don't know what it is, and you may never know that reason. But I assure you that there is. And, you know, she's now about to give birth. And she had the realization, and she's telling me this story. She said, you know, I was so angry when you said that to me. I wanted to cut you. <laughs> <laughs> right? and, and she said, and I, and I understood that I would have been giving birth in the hurricane. Right. Her due date was the hurricane. Right, right and she said you know that was the the timing was not right the timing
0: wasn't right and so she got the gift of finding out exactly what that miscarriage was about and what the consequences of having carried that pregnancy through to fruition would have been so right. you know what a gift for her to have the peace in herself to understand on a much bigger picture level right cuz we're not just talking about the earth plane here but to understand that sometimes those things are not necessarily about us us (laughs) and and our agenda.
1: Right. Right. And, And I do think that it was, again, that's sound cliche, but there was a reason. I think she needed to clear that up with inside of her and trust her body to be able to have a successful birth.
0: Right, right. A successful pregnancy. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and not even the, but birth because yeah. there's where you got to trust your body, right? Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah, you really have to trust your body then. So you know, really, what we're saying is that the mind is such a, a powerful tool, and there's purpose behind us asking you to dig these up. I mean, it. The purpose is is that it takes so much energy to hold them down. Okay. So trust us when we say it may be an impinging on the energy you need to get and stay pregnant. If you're not addressing these, if you're not making space, right? Because right? it takes a lot of energy to repress something.
0: It takes a lot of energy to you know keep something from popping up in your psyche. Like think about when you try to you know like you have a beach ball and you try to hold that underwater. And you don't exert a lot of pressure on that, and it just pops right back up to the surface.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So think about the energy that it takes to hold that down underwater.
1: Yeah, and and you might have it all buttoned up now. Because <laughs> right? you're, you're super fit, and you're working out, and you're eating really clean to get pregnant, and your relationship is good. But... These things come out when you're not expecting it. Like, I don't know, when you have a new baby and you're sleep deprived, you haven't slept in six months and you're angry and you're hangry and <laughs> and you no longer have the energy to keep these things down, right?
0: Right, right. So I find it's be- it's like best to be preemptive. So these things that are unfinished, they are going to come through with or without your consent.
1: That's, yeah, and somebody explain the... The subconscious mind to me one time it was actually a meditation teacher and we were talking about the startling fact of how it's really the one pulling the cords right it's kind of like Wizard of Oz like I'm right. the great Oz but right. you don't really understand that it's coming through in your verbiage and your actions right. and attracting things in and he said you know, think of your subconscious as a one-way door and like this is why it sometimes comes out in your dreams and your sleep, right? Right. Is that you're ready for just a piece. And then your conscious mind is like scrambling, trying to make sense of that and shove it into your waking life. Right. But they come out in these pieces that are not up to you. Right. And that's that's what I'm saying to you is like if you can be proactive
0: and identify areas where you may have unfinished business and there's some tools like Hillary said in the notes for this episode about exactly how to do that. Um, if you can be proactive, things won't come out at you sideways. So if you're proactive about getting in there and really sitting with yourself around these some of these areas that we discussed, and maybe there's something for you that we didn't cover, but the point is to be able to get in there with your own emotions and feel into yourself, feel into your heart, feel into your body, feel into your womb. If there are things that are still hanging out there that need your attention, are there things that need resolution? Are there things that need completion? Are there things that need letting go of? Are there things that need closure? Mm -hmm. Okay, so that you can free that energy up and allow it to be redirected into creating the successful pregnancy that we know that you want
1: yeah, and this isn't a new concept. This isn't just based on, you know, our new feminist' lives, right? There is a saying in Chinese medicine that's about twenty five hundred years old and it and it translates to full heart, empty womb, empty heart, full womb. And at first glance, you're like, what? what? <laughs> you think of a full heart as being right. full of love. But oftentimes, our unmet desires are the thorns living in our heart taking up space right Right. and so you actually have to let go of those desires and any attachment to it and then the energy actually flows down through this channel called the mai, right into the womb oh wow that's really cool yeah. And so, you know, if you want to talk about culture, there was some some repressed feelings in Chinese culture <laughs> 25 years ago, right? There you go. <laughs> this is not new. This is not new. <laughs> no. Okay. So we want to stress that if you're uncomfortable listening to this... <laughs> yeah. Right? Right. If you've drifted off into daydream land as you're jogging down the street thinking about XYZ or... You're kind of angry with us right now for even bringing this up.
0: This episode is for you.
1: Right. And you, we really want you to actually do some of the exercises that we're suggesting. And we're big fans of journaling. We're huge fans of fire. <laughs> we love fire. We like to burn things. Absolutely. So one of the great exercises
0: that it's just very, very classic in psychotherapy and is A great tool that you could use for this process is called Write, Read, and Burn. So it can be just writing out whatever it is that's going on for you. You can write a letter and let it be one of those kind of letters that you don't send if it's to somebody else. And then you take an opportunity to read it and you can read it to yourself. You can read it to another person if you have a friend or a trusted um, person in your life or your partner to witness that for you and then you burn it.
1: Yeah, so let me be clear. This is not something you write in the middle of the day on your work computer. Because things have a way of like exposing themselves, no. right? And that accidental send button, right? Yes. God forbid to the wrong person or your entire company. This yeah. is pen and paper. Absolutely. I absolutely
0: recommend it be pen and paper for that sense of the bodily engagement of that yes. and writing that in your own hand. And allowing it to translate out of you emotionally. Yeah. Okay? And so that's that's just one exercise that you can do. And we really want you to understand that this may not be as big of a mess as you think it is.
1: Correct. Yeah. And so how do you know if some if you need professional help to unpack this? Right. Cause it may be something
0: that you do need some support around. So if you're listening to this episode and you find yourself experiencing Heavy feelings like shame, or really big emotions like you're just so angry, or really sad, or maybe you're feeling resistant as you're listening to this, or maybe you're crying.
1: Right, it's taking a physiological toll, right? You can feel palpitations, right?
0: Right. Or your gut hurts, yeah, or you feel like you're just shutting down completely, or maybe dissociating. This is probably a good indicator that you have something going on that you may need some support around.
1: And it doesn't have to be this huge, long, drawn-out thing. Absolutely right? not.
0: It does not.
1: No. And it, in you know, professional help, yes, I think that's always wise. I think of clearly, I have an affinity for mental health counselors. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's like going to the gym for your mind and must be done in your heart. But you know, a lot of times we have that friend, as that uh, as Brene Brown says, that you can just right. call up and shame it out. Like right. you have to give the disclaimer right away of like, hey have this really big bomb to drop do you have time yeah are you in a safe space can you handle this because i need you to not judge me right but i gotta say this out loud because i there's like this piece yes. inside of me That's that i need hanging to get over it out. me right so yes absolutely
0: and it, maybe you need to have a conversation with your partner
1: yeah Oh, well, there's a novel idea there you go yeah and you know and i and i do think that Some people have those kind of relationships, and some people think they don't. But you don't know unless you try.
0: And that could be, believe it or not, that could be the thing that turns the trick. Mm
1: -hmm. It's
0: creating a deeper, stronger,
1: more intimate connection. Where you feel safe. Exactly. Where, and supported. And so all of a sudden, this subconscious message that's being sent to all of your cells and your physiology is not about this unmet desire. It's about how safe and supported you feel in your life right now. Right. And that has everything to do with your nervous system and your physiology. And Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, the other thing we encourage is, you know, own your own mess.
0: Own your own yeah. mess. So, you know, we all make messes. We all make lots of messes throughout life. So it's not such a big deal. Just own your mess. Do what you need to do to take care of it, and then you'll be able to move forward, and you know, with a lot more clarity, without this thing hanging over you and absorbing your life energy.
1: Right, and that's that's righteous ownership, not blame. Oh, yeah, right, right. Don't don't just go down that victim rabbit hole if it's all my fault. Right. Yeah, none of that.
0: Just a sense of you know, hey, this happened, or I feel this way, and being matter of
1: fact about it, and. Or I didn't realize it bothered me until I heard these crazy ladies on a podcast and I had a physical reaction to it. (laughs) And so now I'm going to tell you about it. There you go. Right? Yes. We'll be your out. Yeah, that's right.
0: Okay. I'm good with that. Forgiveness. Let's talk about forgiveness for a minute along that same line. um, So if there is something that you have in your past or in your current life for that matter that requires some forgiveness, forgiveness of yourself, forgiveness of another person, a situation. A situation, choices that you made. Just, you know, keep that in perspective. You did the best you could at the time. And, you know, to understand that forgiveness is not about letting somebody else off the hook or making excuses, but it's really about you letting yourself off the hook. You freeing up your own energy and your psychic space.
1: Right, that's like that idea of like Being angry at someone else is um, like—you're
0: holding yourself hostage.
1: You are, but the saying that you like, you're expecting them to drink the poison, but really, you are. Right, 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 exactly. (laughs) They're—they're not getting your anger. You're the one bathing in your anger. That's right, right, that's true. And whether that's another person or yourself, that happens. So, if you missed last week's uh, mindful moments episode that was actually an entire meditation on forgiveness so you know if you find yourself in that boat that is a tool that you can use and and regardless of where you are in this i feel like everybody has some sort of unfinished business that they'll go back and re-examine right that's always a good thing and we're coming into the holidays forgiveness is always good to do that meditation (laughs) before you sit down to turkey day
0: yes for sure (laughs) and And so, the I think the other thing that we wanted to really drive home today is that unfinished business is not a prognosis suggesting infertility, but it's about you being able to do the work that's required to make sure that there's no loose ends energetically, and that only you can do that work um of cleaning up your unfinished business,
1: and we promised you in the beginning, you know, we weren't going to go into specific cases. But this is, this is not just some young girls that yeah. had some unfinished business. I mean, we've seen this after multiple failed IVFs, after multiple miscarriages. Yeah, be be the thing that shifted into a, a natural pregnancy, be able you know being able to spontaneously occur and then carry fully um, advanced maternal age. So this thing that you've been carrying for so 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 long mm-hmm. that you didn't even think to dig up, right? Right donor cases right right because there's a lot of unfinished business typically around donor issues whether it's sperm or egg because it's that trust aspect of your body and what you chose to do right you know to why is your body in that shape or not you know whether you're talking about a vasectomy or eggs of poor quality or not having them because you chose to put your career first right right um so these are these are big cases that we saw change, or we wouldn't have asked anybody to even open this can.
0: That's true. Right.
1: Right. And they are kind of like those sweet and sour gummy worms. (laughs) Get down to the And there's some sweetness in that growth, right, if you can just stick with it. So to recap, the steps for cleaning up your unfinished business. Number one. Realize that it may not be as big of a mess as you think it is. Yep. Number
0: two. Own your own mess. No yep. blame allowed here. Only righteous ownership. Yep. yep. Number three. Decide if you need help, whether that's through a therapist, a practitioner of some sort, your partner, a non-judgmental friend. Number four. Forgiveness. Forgiveness of yourself, forgiveness of other people, forgiveness of situations. And
1: number five.
0: Realize that just because you had unfinished business, it isn't a prognosis suggesting infertility. It is an opportunity for growth and cleanup.
1: Yep. Yep. Even if you don't get a baby out of it, you're going to be a better person for it, right?
0: Absolutely.
1: And that's that's what being a parent's all about, because ladies, your children are going to be like these mirrors reflecting you back at you 24-7. Yeah, (laughs) so
0: if you don't clean it up now when you have that kid, that kid will mirror it back to you, so do it now
1: all right well we want to hear what you want from us so on the page notes uh, um, ladypotions.com backslash episode 10 uh, there is actually a quiz or i guess not really a quiz but some questions of maybe there's one of these topics you want us to do a full episode on around unfinished business or maybe there's something that you've been dying to know but you just don't know who to ask and We're the weirdos that will answer it for you, right? Absolutely. (laughs) So in keeping with your time is the most important thing. We only want to give you what you want. So head over to those show notes and tell us what you want to hear uh, because chances are we've heard it, seen it, or dealt with it, right? Absolutely. All right. Thanks for your time. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to Fertile Minds Radio, hosted at www.ladyportions.com where you'll find past episodes, show notes, and free meditations. If you've benefited from what you've heard, leave a comment or review so it makes it easier for others to find this valuable wisdom. Let's help elevate each other. Thanks for listening.